Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Stability and Opportunity Podcast. I'm Justin Zimmerman, your host and introducer and connector to some of the best, brightest, finest, most fantastic people in the real estate industry, coaches, agents, speakers, and authors who have something important to share, something important to say, and most importantly, tactics and advice to help you know what to say and do during these times. And of course, we've got the legendary Mr. Verl Workman who has been in the industry for at least two dozen years, if I'm not correct. I've seen him on stage. I've seen the presentation and value he brings. And he's got hundreds, if not thousands of agents over the years who have taken their business and their life to the whole next level, following the simple systems and approaches he's going to share with you today, adapted now for the current environment that we're in. So, Verl, thanks for joining us, spending the time. And I know you've got a ton of value and a ton of things agents are going to be able to download. So everybody watching this live, Keep your eye on the chat. We're going to be posting links in there, and they're going to give you a bunch of freebie things, kind of like the Oprah show today, but for real estate content. I love that. I love that. Uh, I love that show of Oprah when she gives stuff away. Absolutely. And so, uh, I don't want to also forget about Irene, who is going to be joining us as your assistant, as your backup, as your um, whatever you want to call her. That's who she is today for us. And so, uh, why don't you both kind of start off? And give us a little bit of a warm introduction. Well, let's do that. So uh, our company is out of Salt Lake City, Utah, called Workman Success Systems. And we primarily coach and train uh, the most successful real estate teams in the world. So we have over 60 coaches and uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of clients. We work with brokers and owners, team members, team leaders, and uh, in, in creating a high level of performance. So we're a very performance-based coaching company. Um, I'm not the guy that teaches you to run around the room and yell affirmations in the mirror. We're very tactical. We get down to what works. And um, Irene is Irene's our rock star that is here to make sure that uh, we keep all the promises that Verl makes. And so when we have calls like this and we talk about things that are going on in the world and I make a promise, Irene is the promise keeper. And we're very fortunate to have her as part of our team and I appreciate her being here with us. Oh, Irene, thank you so much. You play such a pivotal role, I'm sure, in all the things that Verl gets up there and says, because marketing, we can say a lot of things, but then the execution and follow-up, well, someone needs to handle that. So I'm so glad you're here as well. And uh, behind the scenes, we have a team of great, awesome marketers and people who are taking notes on behalf of our audience. And so speaking of audience, welcome back, Pat. Welcome back, Amanda. Hello, uh, Blake. This is a participatory event, so it's Verl and I and Irene chatting, talking, keeping the flow going towards the things he's going to be sharing today. I've seen some fantastic graphics already. You're going to want to take, borrow, apply after he delivers them. But also, don't forget, you can ask questions in the chat log. As we move through this, I will get them to Verl. We'll stop, we'll dissect them, and we'll give Verl the opportunity to give you all the information that is up here so you can get out there. So, hey. What up, everybody? All right, Verl. So uh, give us a little synopsis on what we're going to learn today. Well, so, I, you know, I'll share with you whatever your audience would like to learn today. But I can tell you my philosophy of what's going on right now. So here we are in this crazy COVID-19 coronavirus madness where we're on home arrest. 
Uh, other people in the world are telling us whether we're essential or not. Uh, I'm, I want to let everybody on this call that I think you're essential, regardless of what your governor says. And so uh, there's nobody in the world that I think should tell us whether or not we're essential. I, we are absolutely essential. And if, if you aren't transacting real estate, then um, there's something wrong with the community. We've got to figure that out. Uh, Justin, I'm a big believer that we don't control whether or not people buy or sell houses. You know, I don't know if in all the years I've been serving and helping and uh, working in this industry, I've never had anybody buy a house or sell a house because of Verl. I'm simply a tool in the process. Everybody has life events that occur. And when those life events occur, it creates a need to do a transaction. You know, you need to downsize, you need to upsize, there's a death in the family, a divorce, a new marriage, there's all these life events that are occurring. And I'll tell you, COVID-19 has not stopped those life events from happening. They're still happening every day. And so there's this tremendous of opportunity that of pent up demand that's getting ready to happen as a result of the life events that are occurring. And so our job as realtors, and I believe this at the highest level, is not to tell people our opinion on whether or not it's safe to go out, but it's to create a safe environment for people to be able to move forward in a different world. And so if a life event occurs and they need help, I'm gonna help them. If a life event occurs and they wanna hold back for a minute, I'm gonna respect that 100% too. So whatever their situation is, I'm gonna create this environment that allows me to help them move forward. And uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people, Justin, I'm sure you've seen this, that are crawling under their bed. No, they're not crawling under the sheets. They're like going under the bed. They're not even in the, they're like so deep under, they're so afraid to come out that they're going to wait till it's all over. Then they're going to start re-engaging in their real estate practice. And I think those are the people that are going to be at the bottom of the ball with uh, the bounce uh, that I'm going to talk about if you, if you want me to go that direction. Because a lot of people are talking about pivoting and shifting, and I just think those are horrible terms to be using right now. And if you pivot or shift, you're going to find yourself in the same spot. You know what? We need a contrarian on the show because everybody's been saying pivoting and shifting. And so it, I think it's good for other people to hear the other perspectives because there's always more than one. But one thing that you're aligned on with every single person who's come on here and the audience who's shown up over and over again to hear our the message of stability and opportunity comes down to first the stability side. And so if you agree with this, totally would love to hear. If you have a contrarian point of view, bring it on. Um, yeah, I'll bring so it. Stability. <laughs> what I've heard stability mean for our audience and from our different guests is it first starts with mindset. How can you possibly see an attack opportunity unless you have stability inside your mind, inside your heart, inside your soul? And so the first place we try to go with these different uh, episodes is to give agents what you've already started to do is that mindset shift, right? I use the word shift, but whatever you want to call it, um, giving the agents who don't see the opportunity, maybe a different lens through stability of things they can do to ground themselves. So that way they can see and take advantage of the things we're going to talk about going forward. Yeah. I remember I started the call by saying, I'm not the run around the room and yell affirmations in the mirror guy. Um, that's really true. Here's what I believe. And this is from my life experiences. You know, I grew up in poverty and poverty sucks. And so if you need me to tell you that poverty sucks so that you get your mind right and go to work every day, I'm probably the wrong coach. 
because we have responsibilities to our families, to our communities, to our team members, to create stability and security in our business. And if we're hiding under the covers and we're not getting up and dressing for success every day, I mean, Justin, you're working in an environment where you're getting up every day and you're putting a tie on. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm, I did a webinar a couple days ago and I had a lady in bed with her laptop on her sheets and she was literally had her covers pulled up to her neck. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's time to get up, you know, get out from under the sheets and go to work. We got to be in a place right now where we can get on, get people on a Zoom webinar in 10 seconds. Like the best dialogue that I'm teaching right now to anyone that says, how's the market is this? Are you by your computer? Like, let's stop giving our opinion of what's going on in the marketplace and start putting ourselves in a mar in a place where we're trusted advisors. And so, you know, mindset is something that is interesting. I think that, uh, you know, here's my mindset. I get up every day and I ask myself uh, this question, what can I control today? And what are the things I can't control? And then I focus on the things that I can, and I don't worry about the things that I can't. Like I may be oversimplifying it, but I can't control Justin whether you're staying safe or not. But I can control whether I do. Mm. I can control whether or not. I mean, I have my handy wipes in the truck, and if I stop and get gas, I get out and I wipe the nozzle down before I put it in my car. I can control those things. I can't control what everybody else does, but there's things that I can control. I can't control whether or not life events occur in real estate, but I can control whether or not I'm at the front of their mind when it happens. I that love makes that. And I think that actually speaks to uh, one of the questions that we're going to get to. I just want to let Blake know I see what you're saying. I really feel for you, man. His governor de deemed his state and real estate agents in his state not essential. And so I think the things even more so for those types of people, which I want to I want to get to that in a little bit. Want to know, let Blake know that we're going to address that and how to stay active and busy and can control the things you can. So, so here's what I'd say to Blake. I'd say to Blake that um, one of my coaching clients in Westchester, New York, which is the epicenter of the coronavirus, that is where everything started. Their hospitals are commandeered. You can't get any elective surgeries. Everybody is shut down. He listed four properties this week, and he put another four under contract. He is completely sequestered in his home. He's just changed the way he's doing business. So in non-essential areas like Michigan, where we have tons of clients, where you know the governor thinks it's okay to smoke grass, but you can't cut your own grass, like that whack thought process is happening, and we can't control what she thinks. All we can control is what we do with our day. And if you smoke grass and that's your way of dealing with it, you're going to be pretty mellow and you shouldn't be engaging with your clients. But if you think differently about what you can control, you can control whether or not you pick up your phone and you start dialing through everybody that's in your phone book, starting with the A's. And you ask them the question, how are you doing? How's your family? I'm just doing a COVID-19 follow-up call. Is there anything I can help you with? Like if we serve right now without any expectation of getting something in return, you're gonna position yourself to be at an amazing place when this thing all stops. There's gonna be this bounce that happens, Justin, when, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me, let me, can I, let me kind of shift for a minute from, we were talking about shifting and pivoting, and let's talk about what that means. So what are, so what are things, you know, I'm a big, I have a big family. I was gonna say I'm a big guy, I'm that too, but I have a big family. I have six kids and 10 grandkids. And so, you know, it's been really hard because we are a get-together family. Every Sunday, all my kids and grandkids are at my house. We've stopped all of that. It's been really, really hard for grandma, especially, to not be able to hang out with kids. And so, and so uh, we have to do different things. I've got three at home right now. I've got a freshman at Utah State. I have a junior high kid that's a freshman at Hillcrest High School. And then I have a seventh grader in middle school. And 
you know, how many, and I travel for a living. And so all the time, all of a sudden, here I am at a place where we've been saying for years that, boy, if I just had more time with my kids, I could make a greater impact. And I was on a webinar the other day and a lady came on and her little her kid came up and sat on her lap and said, mom, mom, mom. She goes, shh, shh. And I said, hang on, hang on. Let's say hi. I want to say hi. And they go, hi, what, tell me what you're doing. We had a little conversation. I go, do you know what your mom does? And they go, yeah. My mom goes, shh, I'm on a call. They think that's our job is to be, shh, I'm on a call. Like, is that our role? So is that how you're taking advantage of this downturn? You know, my 15-year-old soccer player, Jake, he's a nut. He is like over-the-top energy. And he is bouncing off the walls right now. I mean, you take a kid that made the soccer team. They got, they played one game, and then the soccer season was canceled. And so now all of a sudden, he's not doing anything. So, like, he's worn a hole in the trampoline. I have to get a new basketball rim because he's, like, shooting the, shooting the rim crooked because he spends so much time working on his vertical jump and slam dunking. Well, one of the big advantages that's happened to me, Justin, is every day Jake comes to me and says, Dad, we come out and play basketball? How cool is that? Yeah. Like, I am, like that is so not a cool thing. Like, like, like when you're 15 playing basketball with your overweight old man, grandpa, dad is not cool. And so he comes up with dad, we come out and play basketball. And I'm like, yeah, let's go out and play. So I was watching Jake the other day. We we're playing basketball. And um, when we play horse, I win. I'm a much better shot than Jake is. But when we play one-on-one, -on -one, he's got youth and speed and agility. Oh, and he can jump like some things that I lack the ability to do. And so I've learned that if I want to if I want to even be competitive with Jake, I have to close the gap between him and the basket quickly and get on defense. And so when you're playing basketball, you're dribbling along, and somebody's getting ready to you know make a move. If you close the gap, they stop dribbling. And when they stop dribbling, it forces them to plant one foot and pivot. Now I want you to think about that. The purpose of the pivot is to avoid the defender, but it completely stops the forward mo motion and the momentum towards the goal. So when you're pivoting, all you're doing is making a lot of motion without going anywhere. So is that who you want to be during this, during this coronavirus? Do you want to be the person that's making a lot of noise but not making any progress? Or do you want to keep bouncing? Do you want to keep the ball in motion so that you can keep moving towards what's going to happen next? And so there's a tremendous amount of optimism of pent-up demand right now. What I've decided, and this is just me personally, you can take it for what it's worth, is there's going to be this tremendous bounce that occurs. And when that bounce occurs, the activities that we focus on right now will put us in a position to be at the top of the curve during the bounce or at the bottom of the bounce. I know, Justin, where do you want to be during the bounce? you want to be on top or do you want to be the bug at the bottom of the ball when it bounces? Uh, I want to be wherever the ball goes that scores the most points as quickly as possible. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be on the bottom because if you're on the bottom of it, you're going to be the bug that gets squashed. And so there's going to be tremendous opportunities for people to get their houses in order right now and focus on the right activities. So when the bounce occurs, everybody else is going to then start re-engaging. We're going to be 90 days ahead of them. It was six weeks ago that we launched a 30-day plan of what to focus on during the bounce. Those agents are killing it right now. Yeah, I can't wait to get into that next. And I think two things have happened right now. One, something we've talked about has gotten you out of your seat and you are playing ball literally with the audience right now. Two, the audience <laughs> is feeling it. And I'm getting a bunch of great questions right now and from similar, similar questions about scripts and objections and what to say and do during these times. And so I know we're going to get into that. And so I team knows that there's a link that I want to share with the audience right now. We have put together a list of scripts from the last 13 or 15 episodes. This is an unpublished link. So if you're watching this, it's a video 
that is exclusive to people who are watching us live or on the list to get the updates. And so uh, it's the Corona Scripts video. So it might have some of the answers you, Blake, Tre uh, Trevor, and a couple other people who are asking for about. So go watch that video after today's show. We'll pop that into the chat. Don't share it with anybody just yet. It's just for you. And then I know Verl's going to have some additional things he's going to say and give us on top of this. And so, Verl, why don't we take us take us into the next part of the show where you get into those things. So I'm going to take a picture of this screen right here because I'm just going to give stuff away. I decided that when the coronavirus hit, we canceled coach training and people weren't going to be coming into Salt Lake anymore, that we were going to use this time to give and to serve. And so I'm not just going to tell you what to do. I'm going to, I'm going to be the example. And this is workmissuccess.com, the Red X Bounce. And when you go here, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of resources and there's no strings attached. There's no credit card. I'm just going to give it to you. And so I'm going to talk about a lot of cool stuff today and you're going to want to see a copy of it, including some of those charts and the graphs that I share with what's going on in the marketplace. So I'd like to, if I can, Justin, um, just kind of set the tone for why I believe so strongly we're going to be in a position to come back aggressively from what's going on right now. And so this is put out by Stuart Title and the National Association of Realtors that shows what's happened to the median price of housing after every pandemic or major event. So after 9-11 and SARS, what happened to house pricing? And what happened to the existing sales that went up? In six to eight, we had the, you know, we had the downturn, which was not related to a pandemic or a crisis. It was basically related to fraud. People were, you know, if you could fog a mirror, you could get a loan. And so that created an, un, an artificial valuation of properties and then a downturn. After the H1N1, there was a little bit of a downturn, but then look what happened from 2011 going forward. There's consistently been an increased value of the pricing of properties. So after every major, major event, home values go up. People want to know all the time. People are asking me, and this is a question I get all the time: is, you know, are we going to have a, are we going to have a crash like we did before? And so, when you understand why we had a crash, it puts you in a different position to understand where we are now. So, in the past, in 2006 and 2007, there was almost 900 billion dollars of Wall Street money that was flooding the real estate market. Everybody was loaning money to anybody because these institutional investors wanted to get into real estate. And so they just gave money to anybody. Justin, you didn't have to job. All you had to do is tell me you had a job. Stated income, no qualifying, no checking loans were being given to people. And so people that didn't deserve to be in their homes and couldn't really afford it were given mortgages. And so the moment there was any kind of disruption in the marketplace, they just walked away from their houses and it flooded the market with bank-owned REO properties and people couldn't afford to be there. Today, when you look at when the correction happened, here we are in 2009, there's less than $200 billion of available capital to loan on mortgages and it stayed pretty flat until today. And so today we're not in a position where there's a mass number of people that shouldn't belong in their homes. So we're going to see fewer people in a, in a difficult situation that can't afford to be there. The other thing that I think is fascinating, and this is kind of a, um, a, you know, and I hope everybody can see my screen, but in 2006, people were using 25.4% of their income to qualify for their mortgage. Today, they're only using 15.5. So what does that mean? What does that, I mean, when you use less of your available income to buy your home, it simply gives you more staying power. And so while there's layoffs that are happening and people are in difficult situations, they're not overextended in their properties and they have more staying power. So, it, so those are all things. This is kind of an interesting thing on the stock market, but this basically shows that what's happened to the world, to the stock market before and after the World Health Organization announces a major pandemic. And the, since 2003, 
in the average of six World Health Organization announcements, the markets have recovered 144% within six months of the announcement. So when you think about that, I mean, that's like, that's a really interesting statistic, isn't it? Um, so what I believe has happened, and this is a piece of art that hangs in my office between my office and my daughter's office. And, and uh, my wife and I got it in Austin, Texas, at a little house that does local art. And I walked in there and I was looking at it and I looked at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks like my life. It's like pandemonium and madness all around me. And in the middle of it, there's a pause sign and it's, it's titled, please press pause. And it's designed for people like me who are super high D's that go a million mile an hour to stop every once in a while and recognize the unbelievable good things that are going on around you. Well, I think, and Justin, I don't know if you, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but think about this. It feels like somebody pressed pause on our economy, on our industry, that it was madness and crazy stuff was going around and it was an incredible market. And then all of a sudden somebody hit pause. I do agree. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, you know, doomsday and they're crying and whining about all the stuff that's going on instead of really understanding that someone hit the pause key. No one hit, nobody hit the stop key. No one hit the delete key. They just hit pause. Now, what, what happens when you hit that pause button again? Picks right up where it was before. That's exactly what I believe the bounce is. I think someone's hit the pause key and it's going to pick up where it was before. You know, this is a really interesting chart put out by NAR and the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. And what it basically shows us from 1989 to 2019, it shows the relationship of unemployment rates and home sales. And when you look real close at this chart, there is no relationship. There's no direct relationship between home sales and unemployment. Unemployment is just one of the factors that causes life events that make people move. So regardless of what's happening to unemployment rates, it does not mean we're going to have a housing crisis. As a matter of fact, it has no correlation with it at all. It just means it's one of the factors that we track and watch. The other thing that I think is, fa do, do you like this stuff? I mean, is this interesting to you and your listeners? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure there are people right now who want to capture screen capture and I get messages afterwards about how they actually use these slides in some of their shows. James Shelby, one of our past guests, used some of KCM slides. So uh, I know well, yeah, you have stuff. A lot of these are KCM. I, I like I'm a big like I love keeping current matters. And if you're not a subscriber to that, I totally recommend you use it. And oftentimes I get content and data from keeping current matters that gives me the ability to uh, talk intelligently, but it's not the data that matters, but it's how do you use it to communicate to your clients, whether now's a good time to buy or now's a good time to sell. And I think, I think that uh, real estate agents have put too much importance on their value in the transaction. And so like, like honestly, and I'm going to say this to everybody on the call, no one really cares about what you think. Like, like, I mean, I, your, your wife might, or your husband might, but like buyers and sellers, like when you say, how's the market? You say, well, let me tell you, I, I mean, we're still selling houses. The moment you go into that sales voice that is the moment that creates a barrier between you and the client. And so what we have to do is we have to stop selling and start serving. Mm -hmm. So when someone says to me, hey, what's going on in the market? I say, are you by your computer? That's the magic dialogue today. Are you by a computer? How many of our people are by a computer right now? right now everybody right so you're by your computer justin so let me show you so i'm going to pull it up i'm going to show you live on the mls what's happening 1500 houses sold last week 1400 went under contract this week 3200 you know 2500 had price reductions and we had 18 go expired 
uh, go expire or whatever the number is. So what happens is when I show you real data, you can make your own determination on whether or not now's the time to move forward. So having these charts and graphs, understanding how to communicate them so that you become the, the, the conduit of information that allows people to make the right decisions for their families, that's when you stop being a realtor and you start being a trusted advisor. And that's the, that's the, like the, the beginning of a business that is getting ready to explode. One thing I've liked to share or have shared in this exact same vein is two things, which is not one thing. Um, first thing is <laughs> uh, don't listen to the news, become the news. Yep. And the other side of that also is that people need to not think of themselves any longer as real estate agents only or real estate brokers, but information brokers. And I feel like that's been another recurring theme that just really fits into what you're sharing right now. I was interviewing one of my clients in Hilton Head, South Carolina earlier today, and I was asking her what she's doing. And she said, you know what? I just stopped selling. We're getting 30% connection rates with our clients that are in the dead lead pile. So we have these high volume lead generation systems. Think about all the old expireds that you have access to in Red X. And these are people that at some point wanted to sell their home. And if you stop selling and you start calling them and say, hey, Justin, this is Verl with uh, Maximum Real Estate. I'm just calling to see how you and your family are doing, doing a COVID-19 follow-up call. How are you guys doing? Hmm. I mean, is there any way I can give you hurt with that call? 30% engagement. Like, can you understand, you understand what, that, like, what that means? It's massive. And she says, I'm resurrecting the dead. Other people are worried about dying from the coronavirus. I'm going into my lead systems and I'm resurrecting the dead. So we have a net gain. Like mm -hmm. I'm working on having meaningful conversations with people. And so, you know, if there's anything I can share with you is that, that, that as we go into a recession, which we absolutely are, it doesn't mean that we're going to have a, a housing crisis. And um, I do believe it's going to be a slowdown, but I don't think it's going to be a big impact. It's going to be a massive level of opportunity for those who focus on the right things. And so you started by saying that I had a few things that I'd like to share, and I'll just give you a couple of them. But one of them is, you know, now is not the time to think about um, selling. I, you've heard me say this, like, I don't know, 15 times on the call already, but we serve regardless of opportunity. And I want you to really understand what I'm saying by that. Like, what I mean by that is when you call someone who's had their home on the market, I mean, like right now, all of the withdrawn, you think about all the opportunity that, that just exists in your Red X platform. And so you think of all the people that have expired for sell by owners withdrawn, all of those uh, I buyers that came into the marketplace, the instant, the Zillow offers, the offer pad, they canceled all those contracts. And there's this massive amount of people who felt like they were going to be able to move forward because of their life experience, their life event that happened. And then the people that had made the promise to buy their home backed out of the contracts. And so who's reaching out to them and saying, I'm so sorry that, you know, you pulled your house off the market. How can I serve? Can I, can I give you some, uh, can I give you some expired dialogue? Absolutely. I'm sure the audience, the audience, what do you think? Should we get some expired dialogue going? Thumbs up. They're going to say yes, of course. <laughs> All right. So, so I've been, so I've, I've really been thinking about it because um, we've got a lot of clients that are power users on Red X and it's one of the tools when we look at things we're going to cut, Red X never comes up. Like it's, it's, it's a staple because it lets us know what's going on in the marketplace and gives us an opportunity to connect. So it's one of the staples that we use. There's other platforms that don't get a very high return. Uh, just RedX isn't one of those. And so uh, when we think about that, we talk about doing expireds. What if when you called expired listings, instead of trying to sell them, you thanked them? 
What does that hey, sound Joe, like? It goes like this. Let's role play it. Justin Verl Workman calling from uh, a Super Real Estate. I just wanted to call and thank you for taking your house off the market. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny way to lead the call, but I'm telling you that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that un don't understand how important it is that we keep our people safe and that you pulling your house off the market uh, really lets us know as a real estate community that you care not only about your own family, but about keeping us safe. And I'm just here to let you know that I appreciate that. Uh, while I have you on the phone, when this thing all settles down, uh, are you going to be putting your house back on the market? What's your plan going forward? We'd like to, yeah. And are you guys are you guys okay? I mean, is how how are things going? Uh, we're just sitting it out right now. Really, don't want people coming into the house waiting for the curve to flatten, so we can kind of peek our heads out and see when it's safe to start looking and moving again. Yeah, I totally get that. You know, a lot of our clients are doing the same thing you have. They're withdrawing from the marketplace, and we're supporting them a hundred and ten percent. Others, because of the life events that are happening, are deciding that they have to move forward. So we've put together a series of services that allow you to get your house on the market and get it sold 100% virtually. And so whatever that happens in your life that causes an opportunity for you to want to move forward, we have a program for you either way. And I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. Thanks for help keeping us and the realtor safe. Um, is there anything I can do for you or your family right now? Uh, that program sounds interesting. Could you explain a little bit more? Bam! Right? He's like a plant in the audience. <laughs> All right, but do, you, do you, do you see how that conversation goes? You know, I got this idea the other night and you'll just laugh. Okay, so I was watching The Voice and because you're like, I, I am so competitive. Like I love the emotion that happens when you get cut and then someone else saves you because I know that they're feeling life is over and they, and I might cry and I get tears in my eyes and my wife's like, oh, you're big baby, knock it off. Okay, that's me. And I was watching The Voice and then a commercial came on and I thought it was one of the commercials that we're seeing so many of that was all about, you know, the frontline workers and all the things going out and getting food. And then it come on, it came on and it said, thanks for not using Uber. <laughs> thanks for keeping our people safe. Huh. And I thought that is my new expired dialogue. Hmm. That is brilliant. It's brilliant. Thanks for keeping our real estate community safe. I love who you are and what you've done for our community. And I just want to know if there's anything I can do to help. Hmm. Okay, you, I own that. So you guys, I want you to run that through Red X and let's start tracking that dialogue. Thanks for taking your house off the market and keeping our family safe while you keep your family safe. Like that's legit. You know, we haven't heard that one on the show before. And so uh, there's a lot of recurring people who are showing up again, Pat, Amy, uh, Amanda. If you guys like what you're hearing, give us some thumbs up. If you're enjoying the show and someone says they can't take notes fast enough, can we watch this <laughs> afterwards? Absolutely, yes. In fact, uh, get on the list so that way you get the updates and all the great stuff that we put out after the show when the little pop-up happens. And so everyone's saying amazing idea. That's awesome. Great. I love it. And uh, this actually brings me back to one of the earlier questions, Viril, if you don't mind me kind of scrolling back up to some of the questions we had received earlier about sure. maybe more specific objections that you've heard from your coaches, from your actual prospecting that uh, are related to coronavirus. And I know you're trying to be of service and maybe the definition of objection is kind of maybe too rigid or the way we normally think about it. But when someone's maybe resistant or hesitant or you can feel them kind of in a place not willing to engage or the things that you have heard or can be said to help kind of break the ice around the vernacular of today's scripts and COVID? Yeah, stop using them. 
Stop using anything you've used in the past to try and get people to engage. Because if anybody's trying to sell something right now, then they absolutely have no idea what's going on in the world. Now is not the time to sell. It's the time to serve. And so if you think about that, and these people that you're calling in your Red X database are people that they needed to sell their home, their agent failed them, or they didn't feel like they could proceed in a safe way. And so now there's an opportunity for us to call up and serve, regardless of whether or not they engage. So Justin, if I called you as an expired and I said, Verl, hey, this is Verl with XYZ Real Estate. Um, thanks for taking your house off the market. I appreciate you keeping your family and my family safe. Um, what was it that caused you to put your house on the market in the first place? Uh, what can we do now? You know, a lot of the people that have taken their house off the market, they just want to know if they were to proceed, what it would look like. Are you open to having a conversation of what that might look like to proceed in a safe way? Mm. You know, we're getting, you know, in Westchester, New York, today we're getting 35 people a day through open houses virtually, and we're getting offers of properties unseen. We just sold a $1.1 million house in Washington, D.C., in downtown D.C., where they're shut down. And what's happening is that the consumer has greater ability to look at properties online. And so we've created a list of virtual services that are exclusive that uh, we can share with you that might put you in a different uh, position on how you might feel about uh, moving forward. Would you like to see what those services look like? Yes, Vero, please, seriously, show and tell us them. I really want to hear them. <laughs> I mean, but do you really? No, I do, actually. Yeah, if you could get into some of the bullet points. Um, yeah. I know that at the end, you've got a link. I think we've already shared it for people to get more information. So that way, people yeah, don't have to take notes. But I'd love right now to jump into some of those things that we can give some visual on. Yeah, so... So, um, so I, I think everybody ought to create, and we'll let we'll let your we'll let your audience control the conversation. I don't have I don't have to go through a slide deck. I don't even care. I, whatever they want, let's give it to them. And so we've created a menu of virtual services that every agent should be able to present to a client: a virtual buyer showing, a virtual review of inspection, a virtual listing and marketing presentation, a virtual investor meeting, a virtual open house, a virtual buyer seminar, seller seminars. So we've got all these different virtual services. And then I can go through and explain what each one of them looks like. So let's just take virtual open houses for just a minute, okay? Great. So, so why would you do a virtual open house? Uh, Justin, I actually think this is one of the things that is not going to go away after the coronavirus. I agree. Because we're getting so much trans traction with it that it's going to be part of our standard offering. We do live open houses, and then we also do virtual open houses 24-7. And so we can do a virtual open house this way. We can use the Zoom method where we allow people to log into a Zoom meeting, and I can have a seller or an agent in a vacant home going through and showing the property in a Zoom environment where people can ask questions. And then we record that, and now it becomes a, a video that plays. We can also use the live method method where we're using like a Facebook Live or Instagram Live where we're going and recording it, doing it live like this, and then then that gets saved and played over and over and over again. And so there's more than one way to do it. And we teach our clients what they need to know and how they need to progress and run these virtual showing services. Um, this is kind of interesting, and that is is that uh, the here's the advantages that I see to, to virtual open houses. Number one is you know, how many virtual open houses can you hold in a day? Uh, as many as you want. How many real open houses can you hold in a day? What, one to three? If you're doing them every two hours, I, I can do them all the time. I can do 15 a day if I want to. And then once I've done, I've got them. So I've got scale. So I can serve more of my clients at a higher level with a lower level of human resources and signage. 
And then the second thing is, is I might have seven people through my virtual open house today, but I have 170 within 24 hours after posting it on Facebook. And so what happens is I have a mechanism now that gets additional exposure that continues to add up over time. And so the additional exposure tells your client that I'm getting more people looking at your home. I've got 170 people that have walked through your home that haven't made an offer, which means that the market's telling us it might require us to make a course correction. And so we have dialogue and scripts course around doing that. And then the last thing is, is the reusability of it. We can have a price reduction. We can have a falling out of contract. We have all of these things that happen during a listing and allows us to go back and reuse that open house. You don't have to create a new one. So it's reusable. So it becomes reusable content that allows us during the life cycle of marketing that property. And so the virtual services menu that we offer as agents and brokers to our consumers are massive. You, you, you want to know what the real problem is? Like, like really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agents suck at delivering virtual presentations because they don't practice it. They wing it. And so we're in a world where, you know, I know everything about real estate, so I can tell anybody. I want. Well, you know, I, I'm in a, my mode this week with my coaching clients and my coaches is prove it. So when someone says to me, I'm good at a virtual listing presentation, I say, great, show me. And guess what? When they show me, it sucks. It's bad. It's embarrassing. They fumble around. They don't know how to keep eye contact. It's not engaging. They don't know how to log into their MLS or they can't remember their password. They don't have the process down to deliver a high quality presentation. You know, one of the things that Red X started doing, um, uh, I don't know, maybe three years ago that I thought was one of the most brilliant things was the call in line where agents could, you know, select a level of difficulty and practice their scripts and dialogues. The reason Red X did that isn't because agents were good at it. They did it because agents don't know what to say or how to say it, and they weren't converting the opportunities. And so you created an environment that allowed people to practice and get good at it. So when they went live and had live conversations, it wasn't the first time. Here's, a, here's Red X's billion-dollar idea. Start doing virtual presentation practice. Allow agents to do their, their virtual expired presentation, a virtual FISMO presentation, a virtual role play on how to review that and start having some competition between your players. Let the agent show you what to do and go back and critique it and give them the, give them the ideas to be great at this. I think Red X agents are already better prospectors than most of the people on the planet. So let's teach them how to do it in a virtual world. It's so much easier to convert someone like this, like you and I are looking at each other face to face than um, when you're on the phone. So practice this dialogue, like write this dialogue down and then I want you to use it and I want you to put it out across all of Red X. Are you by your computer? That's it. That's my dialogue. Are you by your computer? Yep. Turn it on. Turn your video on. Let's go. Well, what percentage of royalties would you like from that billion dollar idea? None, man. I don't want any royalties. I just want to serve. I just, if I, man, if I help and it helps a few people um, stay out of poverty or sell a couple more transactions a month, that's my win. Man, if I can help people right now when they're, when they're suffering or hurting and it really does make a difference, then I, that's, that's all the things I need is success. I'd love your opinion on this. I got into a conversation with some of the team who's helping our agents understand the value of our products. And I think you know this pretty well as well, which is Maybe it's a Warren Buffett quote, but it is uh, price is what you pay, value is what you get. In the absence of value, people default to price. And I think there's a lot of agents out there right now. And I think there's a lot of people inside our company who, uh, if they could understand the value of the opportunity, if they could understand the value of the tool and how to get the most out of it during these times, one, they wouldn't be calling it and quitting. So good for us, but also good for them because 
there's keeping a tool that's allowing them to make it off the bounce, as you've been talking about, into the next best position in the marketplace. And so could you spend a little bit of time helping agents understand the concept and the difference between the two? Yeah, so um, that's a little bit of an interesting question because the value, so Red X, like a realtor, is a tool. And I don't buy and sell a house because of Red X any more than I buy or sell a house because of my agent. But an agent who has Red X as a tool is going to be a lot more effective at having face-to-face -face conversations with people that open up the opportunities to serve. And when you serve today, you sell. And so um, serving before opportunity. So what, what I look at Red X is, is I look at a very low cost per conversation. And so it's probably, if not the lowest, one of the lowest costs that I have in my database per conversation. Let me give you a script. And so here's conversations with buyer scripts and here's conversations with seller scripts. You see in my screen, okay? Yep. And so, and so one of the things we have a problem with when we're doing dialogue is that we don't understand how to adjust our dialogue for what's going on in the world at the moment. And so today, COVID-19 is on everybody's mind. So why don't we start every conversation with, hey, Justin, this is Burl. I'm just making my COVID-19 follow-up call. I wanted to touch base with you and see how you and your family are doing. Hmm. By, by addressing the elephant in the room, we just, we just separated ourselves from every other salesperson with a pitch. I'm just doing a COVID-19 call. I just want to see how you and your family are doing. Oh, man, we're sucking air. My, my husband just got laid off. I'm in the food service business or I'm a nurse. I'm working at the hospital. I'm like, man, thank you so much. What can I do to help you? Like genuinely, what can I do to help? And like if they ask for anything, I will move heaven and earth to get them what they need help with, regardless of whether or not they relist their house with me. I don't care. And if you genuinely have that like in your core, business will take care of itself. It, it always has. Hmm. Like I just believe, I mean, I believe it with every ounce of my 300 pounds that if you serve without the uh, without expecting something in return, the business opportunities will present themselves. Is there anything we can do for you? Some of our clients have decided to step back right now. We support them 100%. Others are moving forward. We're supporting them with our virtual processes, smart showing services, and more. If you use, So I'll give you these scripts. These are great scripts. But lead with the elephant in the room. Remove the barrier by serving without any expectation of doing business. And you got to know that I'm a closer. Like I, I used to sell hot tubs and satellite dishes. I was the guy at the fair that you'd come to, to go see Kathy Matea in concert and walk away with a $10,000 hot tub. I'm that guy. Like I know how to close. I know how to overcome objections, resolve concerns, and all of those things. But now is not the time to do that. Now is the time not to be selling. It's the time to be serving. And if, you, if you'll just change your attitude and start talking to everybody, like how can I help instead of what can I get from you? My gosh, you'll be so much happier at the end of each day. I'm going to go through. I want to open up Red X right now, and I want to turn the storm dialer on, and I want to start serving more people. The dialer allows more people to get put into the queue faster, so I have the opportunity to serve more. And if you start measuring your success at the end of the day by the meaningful conversations I have hmm. instead of by the number of cells that I have, the cells will take care of themselves. So Justin, I know this is whack. You know, we're supposed to be teaching people how to sell. I want to teach your people. If I can teach them anything, it's how to live. Like at the end of the day, I don't think any of us are going to be measured by the number of houses we sold during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. But we will be measured by the lives that we touch and the difference that we make. So why not just, just choose to make a difference? Um, so, I, so nothing we do today 
is going to put any money in our pocket in the month of May. You do understand that, right? I'm sure everybody listening to this has some grasp of that, which is why you're here to help us. Right. So if nothing we do is going to put money in our pocket in May, what are the things that we can control today so that 90 days from now, we're not scrambling for transactions when the market is coming back with the bounce? And it is service. It is giving. It is making sure that they have what they need. It's appreciating the fact that they took their house off the market to protect their family and our family. No other realtor is reaching out with the right message right now, especially those working FISBOs and expireds. I mean, can you imagine being a four sub by owner in today's marketplace where you don't know who's coming in your house or what kind of precautions they take? Hey, you know what I'd like to do? I would like to deliver a free COVID-19 safety kit to your family. Whether you ever sell your house with me or not, if someone's going to come look at your house, make them put on booties. Here's the mask. Here's the gloves. Here's the, here's the hand wipes. And this is a kit that I'm going to give you. Can I stop by and leave it on your porch so we don't have to talk or shake hands? That's the call I'm going to make to FISBOs, not, you know, I'll be, you know, you know, 85% of the house is listed with an agent sell, you know, for sell for 15% less than they were. You know, I, don't, I have dialogue for all that stuff, but that's not the time to use it. It's how do I serve? You know, one thing that caught my attention with what you were saying is getting on the storm dialer or any dialer. Uh, yeah, I work at Red X, but I'm not here to pitch any products. I'm here to pitch process, practices, and principles. Hey, that's a little alliteration there. But getting on the dialer used to be about speed to sales and adapting what you've said to that phrase is now speed to service. And I just got imagined in my head, loading up all the withdrawns or sphere of influence or whatever your favorite lead type is, friends or family into a dialer so that you can make the maximum amount of connections and be of service versus sales. Yeah, you got it. So how do you do it? So what's the process? You know, you have to be, you have to get up every day and you have to be prepared and you have to have blocked time where you focus on finding new people to serve. And so we call that our prospecting time. I call it my serve time. And so I need a couple of hours a day where I'm inside a red and I'm just looking for new people to serve because I don't, I, I've called through my database, I've called through my phone, and now I've got to find new people that come into the pipeline that I have the opportunity someday in the future to have a relationship with. And so you've got a time block and you've got to make sure that you use that time uninterrupted to just focus on the things that give you the highest return on your time and right now that service. Um, I'm doing crazy stuff. You know what? I saw a neighbor the other day that was uh, had a wheelbarrow outside and he had a a pile of sand dumped in his driveway and he filled the sandbox in the backyard and I was walking by and I'm like, Mo, what do you do with the rest of that sand? He goes, I don't know. I was going to go eat each neighbor's garbage can and put a little bit in it until it was all gone. And I thought, okay, so how do we help? How do I help? Do I help bring some garbage cans over? I thought, no, no, no. We got a new neighbor that moved in and I know they have a sandbox. It doesn't have enough sand in it. Why don't we connect those two? So we virtually introduced the two neighbors. We got our wheelbarrows out with social distancing and we went and filled the sandbox. I didn't do that because I hope that I can sell them a house someday. I did that because I wanted to serve. And by serving and connecting with people, it creates opportunities. He had, you know, my new neighbor happens to be the CEO of a little company called Lucid Press. And Lucid, Lucid Press is out there in the real estate space, helping brokers and owners create a, a consistency in the marketing and the messaging that they're doing. And so that little bit of service is now creating opportunities that I had no idea would mm -hmm. be presented. I didn't serve because of the opportunity. I served regardless. And then it's created new opportunities. So we got to be, we got to, we got to get keep a good mental and physical health. We have to get out and walk every day. We have to do things that 
release endorphins that make us feel good. Um, you know, I don't know, what are the books on your desk? I've got three. So the three things I'm doing to plug into my head right now, I'll tell you what they are. Augment, oh, here, let me go off stop share for a second so I can show you. Maybe everybody watching can stand up with us for the rest of the show so they can get a little bit of blood flow going. And yeah. if you've been sitting all day, why doesn't everybody take a little moment to stand up? Stretch it out. Check it out. We've been we've been typing and, and looking down at our phones. And so Hey, Justin, check this out. I'm working out like while I'm talking to you. This is my this is my forearm squeezer. I figured that my abs are no longer uh, you know, they're kind of beyond help, but I can work on my forearms and I got another one to switch to the other side. So I'm doing things that make me stronger. What do you got? I got a kettlebell. Oh, a cat, right? Oh, yeah, you got to one-up me, right? I know, I know. I was about to, sorry, girl. I'm about to, about to one-up you on this. Oh, yeah, watch this. Finger press. Huh? Huh? Yeah, you got me there. Yeah, right? I'm going to tell you, I'm coming out of here with great. I want to be able to get up behind a boat this summer at Lake Powell and surf with my kids. And so that's why I'm working on the forearms and the finger press because it takes a lot of grip strength to haul this big body up out of water. <laughs> so here's some of the books that I'm doing. So check this out. This is Augmandino in The Greatest Salesman in the World. I think this is one of the most impactful things that your whole audience could be reading right now. Augmandino's Greatest Salesman in the World. Augmandino says this. He says, um, I will concentrate my energy on the challenge at the moment. My actions will help me forget all else. Think about that. Like when you're doing the right things, you forget about all the things you can't control. Like, can you control whether or not you call uh, FISBOs or expireds for a couple hours today? Can you control that? Yeah, you can. Can you measure success by the number of meaningful conversations you have instead of by the number of people you sell? I can at least count one today and that's with you. Yeah. And so that's the goal. So I love Augmandino because he makes me think right, gets my head in the right place. Um, this is the, here's another Utah guy. I've been reading his book. It's called Pathological Positivity mm. by uh, Dr. Paul Jenkins. How would you like to have that disease of mind? Yeah, path pathological positivity. We should rename the show to that. <laughs> right? I think he's got it trademarked. Oh, there we and go. You've got Angela Duckworth. I know you've read Grit, but this is my third or fourth time I've read through it. But, the, you know, like think about her, her subtitle is The Power of Passion and Perseverance. And we need both of those things right now if we're going to get through this. So, you know, I'm going to tell people to go back to basics and get their houses in order. Do the things that everybody knows they should do, but they don't right now. The number two thing is get your mental and physical health in the right place. Put the right stuff in your head so that when you have an opportunity to talk with someone, you, you, you spew optimism. Um, there's nothing more contagious than the coronavirus except negativity. Mm -hmm. And a pissy attitude is way more contagious than the coronavirus. So knock it off. Like if you're if you're like, you know, telling everybody how the world's going to end and all the bad things that are happening, knock it off. Nobody cares what you think. Like, like, seriously, no one cares what you think. I don't care what the guys on Fox think or CNN. I don't care because I can't control that. I, only, I can only control how I think and how I behave and how uh, what I want to project to the people that are around me. And I'm serious about that. So get up and dress for success every day. You know, we like if I if, if my dialogue that I'm teaching you, Justin, is to say, are you by your computer? You better be in a place where you can go click and open up a screen share and do your Zoom, right? So you need to look good from the waist up. Like I don't care about anything below here, but from here up, you got to look good. 
right? I'm wearing shorts today, but I got my sport coat on and my dress shirt. I don't care if you have flip-flops on. I, I prefer you wear pants, but you don't have to. As long as I can't see it on camera, I don't care. But you need to look good. Take a shower. Shave. Look like you're ready to go show houses, okay? Uh, have a little bit of exercise every single day. Stay positive. Okay, the number three thing, you got this. You got positivity coming out your – you ooze positivity. I've got um, flip-flops on as well. Do you? I love that. I love that. As well, you should. I have pants on, so, though, just so everybody knows. It's all good <laughs> to the flip-flop. <laughs> good. You know, so number one was go back to the basics. Number two was a positive mental and physical attitude. Number three is we have to become masters at virtual real estate. And I'll give everybody some resources to be able to do that. And then my fourth thing that I will, I'll share with everybody is simply this, and that is that um, I want you to make a decision to be the light in a dark place. Uh, Jason Hull said this, he said, in the absence of leadership, the world tends to believe the worst in negative situations and that lights are most beautiful when surrounded in darkness. And so I want you to think about that and choose to be the light that uh, gives off an amazing amount of energy in a dark place. A lot of people are really struggling right now and they don't know what to do and they don't know how to have uh, good, positive conversations with people. And it's because they are thinking of themselves. And when you're feeling depressed or you're feeling down and you're feeling like there's no hope, you need to stop thinking about yourself and start thinking of others because it will change the way you feel. I, I hope that's not a uh, um, I hope that's not a bad share with everybody to really, you know, stop thinking of yourself and start thinking of others. Every single FISBO, every single expired, every single notice of default is someone who has a problem. And they're looking for someone that cares more about their family than they do about themselves. When you call people and you're running around with commission breath, everybody can smell it. And so stop thinking about how you're going to get paid and start thinking about how you can serve. And I promise you, as sure as I'm on this call with you today, that you will not have to ever worry about where business is coming from because of what you do in these moments where service is so important. Mm. That was beautiful. And everybody watching right now, who would like to have this conversation continue on, ask Viral more questions, take things into a more private setting where you guys can interact one-on-one -on -one with them. If you'd like that, make some notes, make some chats, give us some thumbs up and likes in the comments. And I'm going to Viral to come into our Elite Prospectors group. If you're not already in that group, this is the place where we have our best guests come and answer questions one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to make the post of the video, so if you missed part of it there, here, you can watch even more of it there, interact with him directly. We're getting some yeses back. Please do so. Yes, absolutely. So, Viral, we'd like to welcome you to that group. I'll send you a link after the show. If you're not in that group right now watching this live, uh, behind the scenes, uh, Haley or Andrew or someone, please post that link so anybody watching who's not in the group can come join it let us in thank you so much there's the link right now there uh love it we also if you're a customer and you want to take the conversation into our form log into vortex we have a great area in there for customer only very specific stuff uh, that's a a call out and drop for you kevin and bryson who always want me to mention the form so please if you're a customer you can find that inside of vortex and then one of the last things we're going to get to I'm going to mention before giving Burl some last opportunities to share the resources, the links, the things that you've heard and seen today. So you can go get on his list, go get access to his programs if you're interested in that. Uh, my last thing is that if you're not on the email list to receive these updates or you're not subscribed to us on YouTube or haven't hit liked, please go do so. That'll keep us in contact. That'll help update you on when the next show comes out, when we release eBooks 
and all the deliverables that we pull from these shows, the fine-tuned resources that you expect from us and we hope to be able to deliver. That's the place you can be. Get those notifications, share it with your broker, share the links, help us get the word out. We put a lot of energy and time into each one of these shows, bringing great guests like Verlon. And so we hope that we've shared and made a difference in your day today. If we've done so, please go do those things. And let's give the last couple of seconds now to Verl. Please let the audience know. Everyone's giving us thumbs up and, uh, you know, <laughs> great. Uh, yep, all that great stuff. Verl, uh, if people want to follow you, get more information on the things that you talked about specifically today, where can they go? What should they know? Yeah, so just, you know, at Workman Success or at Verl Workman, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. It's easy to find us. Uh, workmansuccess.com is our website, but if you put in forward the Red X Bounce, uh, we're going to give you a menu of virtual services to share that you can customize and make your own. I'm going to share with you our 30-day COVID-19 strategy plan that we're telling all of our seven-figure teams, this is what I want you doing over the next 30 days. And I didn't really talk about this, but um, I have a training center where we offer training to our elite teams, and it, we, we sell it. It's expensive. Um, I'm going to give everybody that's on this call access to it until the end of May for free. You can sign up without putting a credit card in. I'm not going to bill you automatically. I just want to give you some resources that will help you. And so all the things I talked about are in the training center, plus uh, like an enormous amount of more information. So go to buildforthebounce.com, do the drop down menu, pull up under Red X as a Red X client. Uh, you'll be able to get access to my training center. And I, and I just wanted to let you know that I'm giving that to you because I think that what you do in the next 30 days will make a big impact on your business. So let's get it right. And then if somebody really wants to have a conversation about how they can personally grow during this time or they need help with their team, then you'll have an opportunity to sign up for a COVID-19 strategy session and one of my business consultants will really sit down with you and look at where you are, where you want to go and uh, help uh, craft you a, a kind of an action plan on what to do moving forward. So that's what I would do. These are all free services. Just jump in. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm serious about telling you if I can help you, I want to help you. It's up to you though to take action. So I can give you all the tools in the world and at the end of May, if you don't plug in and you haven't used any of them, then what the, what's the value of those resources? You know, we talked about being of service and integrity, and I think you've really showed up with both of those today in a major way. Also, Irene doesn't have to hold me accountable for not following up on something I promised at the beginning of the show, which was we'd have a little bit of the Oprah effect. You're getting a training session. You're getting the resource. Thanks, Verl. For, for, yeah, you and you and you and you and you. And so, Verl, thanks so much for making it happen. And everybody... We'll see you tomorrow for another great episode. We've got Chris Lendell. We've got Dan Smith. We've got another great lineup of agents, coaches, and speakers who will help change the way you look at things, help change the way you perform in your business, and most importantly, change the way you feel about today's market and help you see opportunities. I'll see you all next time. Verl, hang out with us for a little bit after the show. We'll do a little post show. Everybody else, have a great rest of your day. See you all next time.